0: Thank uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Maybe I wasn't paying it close enough attention. I couldn't really tell.
0: Well, well you'll never. I liked it. I was just vibing. I know, right? It's it's not too bad. Not too bad. Very um, very laser. Speaking of which, that's a new voice. Hey, ah. hey, we have. Is it the season finale? Gorb? Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we. <laughs> We, we have Yum Yum with us. Yum Yum. Introduce yourself. It's... What planet are you from? I'm from Yorpazorp.
2: No, I want to oh. go back already. I want to restart. <laughs> <laughs> you can't we'll do it. We'll fix it in post. Keep rolling. You're doing yeah, it in post. It. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm from you... Yorban. Yorban. Yorban? Yorban? What's your main yeah. export? Main export? Um, it's actually Disney films. Which is oh. weird. You wouldn't think about it, but we we got into got into it with the the old WDC uh, back in the day, Walt Disney Corporation for the initiated, oh, yep. and they're um, known for they that. just you know like Snow White and yeah for for the Disney films, yeah. But secretly, it's us. Uh, oh like my DC. God!
0: So you're the yeah. masterminds, really? Yeah, the the, the, the racers tell films? me
1: was oh, Walt Disney an alien or no? I. <clears throat> It's
0: you can disputed. neither confirm nor deny.
2: <laughs> All I can say... is nothing. <laughs> I'm bound by intergalactic law, that's it. All I can oh, that's like, it's like an Intergalactic
0: NBA. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a, you it's a G-NBA. G-D-A. <laughs> it's like an NBA. Yeah, you know. Um. I okay, well, Bowl. um... Uh I think our honored guest Yum Yum has uh, our challenge question for for today's episode. W- w- did you come up with one Yum Yum? Yes. Okay. Of
2: these four letters,
0: oh god. Which is a
2: letter that is not the first name? Of one of the main characters, TV or main characters' names from the TV series Golden Girls that ran from nineteen eighty five to nineteen ninety two. Oh, God, what the <laughs> L? He was ready. D. E-
0: S. Or B. Okay, I'm gonna, that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a gentleman word? and say Gorb gets to guess first. Right, Sorry, L all again. <laughs> L.
2: D. S. Or B.
0: I'm gonna go
1: S. Final answer. Is he right? You got a guess, too. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm going D. Uh, oh, God. Right. What, were the, what are the two remaining? Either I either L, L or B, B Gorb.
2: <laughs> what are
0: the two remaining?
2: That's right. You got L or B.
0: L, L, or, B. L or B or E. L or B L sounds L... like the name of, like, a B in the B movie.
2: Isn't that... It's a village in England, apparently. Ellerby. B? That's
1: right. New oh, trivia, god. new fun, new yeah, sp- yeah. new starting question. Where <laughs> R- What is the population of Ellerby? Over on
0: <laughs> Okay, Gorb, make your Holy guess. Holy shit, it
1: is it is 30 according
2: to to the 2001 census. That is the population of Ellerby. Sorry. Oh
0: my
1: god. What L or is your B? town? Right? <laughs> it's not a town. It's just a big house. Um <laughs> <laughs> Welcome but, to the House so of Ellerby. the or two the two letters are
0: L as in we, we've been literally talking about it this As whole time. As an L? Okay, all right,
1: all right. I'm going to go with B. Let's go with B. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess by process of elimination. I win! <laughs> shit. I don't remember if that was Gorb or Zorb who just won. No.
0: Uh, I win. It's me, Zorb. <laughs> it's it's, it's Z, Zorb. It we, is Zorb. Gorb and I L. get confused often because he only has eight more eyes than I do that makes sense
2: yeah um the the four <laughs> names just to round it off really quickly it is dorothy rose blanche and sophia blanche uh, that's the d the b and
0: the s
1: i feel like blanche has got to be short short for something that starts with an l or an s just pars- what does s- blanching at
0: something mean though
1: to blanche at something yeah and what you does can that mean? blanche
0: like foods can't you
1: yeah i thought it was like making something brighter or whiter I think you're right. I thought
0: it was being disgusted at something. No, that's balked.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Of. But that's well, not
0: also disgusting or disgusting. Let's I go to the like... Balkans, you know? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? He balked um, at it. So I get to decide how this process is going to go down. Here we go. Yep.
2: All right. Here we go.
0: Okay. Uh, Young King Young, orb. you are the guest, so you get to decide whether you want to go in the middle or at the end.
2: That's a very kind gesture. I think I would like to go in the middle.
0: Okay, in the middle, yum yum. Just like the yum yum part of a sandwich, you know what I mean? That's right.
2: That's where you get the
0: good bites. Gorb and I will be the bread. <laughs> and I'll be the yum yum. <laughs> um, so, Gorb, I'm going to say that I'll go first. Okay. I will go first this time.
1: All right. Uh, so you got your you timer ready? Fifteen
0: minutes on the clock. Yep. And I'm gonna let
1: yum yum come up with the prompt. Hold on. Let me make sure I got
0: oh, it. Oh god. Yum yum. Are you brainstorming right now? Are you I'm already ready. All right. Oh, oh my god. You were prepared for this? Go.
1: Here we go. No, 15. not at all. But
0: it just <laughs> it's come to me. It's, it it's reached me. Yes. Right. The light bulb is there. Okay. I'm ready. Yum yum. What is it?
2: So I set the stage for you, and that's it, Zorb. Yes. And then I expect you to take
0: us away. You mean Zorb, in... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said Zorb! Oh, the, like you I mean... said, the eyes. I get mixed up. Like we, <laughs> With we yourself? Have, there, are, there are physical eyes, but I also have eight more silent eyes. Anyway, it's a letter. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> Zorb, Um <laughs> In a village and civil parish... A rainy town, sleep. Oh God, with a population of thirty. <laughs> it is two thousand and one.
0: Okay, is my prompt the two thousand one era of Ellerby? It's, it's fucking all of it, man. <laughs> right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All 15 right, fifteen minutes. Let's start it. Um, once there was this small girl who is, uh, you know, she was. 13, but she was a lot smaller than everyone else. Like, a lot physically smaller, but like, not... Oh, God. <laughs> but like, not in like a dwarfish kind of way, but like, more in just like, everything is exactly the same, but she's like, she's tiny. Almost like a, like a pixie or a fairy, you know what I mean?
1: Isn't that a different type of dwarfism? But anyway,
0: continue. Whatever you say. <laughs> so Interbellum- she's growing up in a in a family of five and everyone else in her family is extremely tall okay and um they are all kind of freaked out by her and her name is um jammies she's she's jammies because uh it's short for jam jamantha Jamantha. thank you How, you knew really jamantha <laughs> So, Jamantha, she, like, she is having a tough time because she gets bullied at school. She's trying to make, like, basically find a way to, like, live a happier life. So, she drops out of school at 13, right? She doesn't want to do it anymore. But on her way out the door, there's a hooded figure, okay? And the hooded figure leans over and trips her. Okay. And she falls over and she's like, oh, why'd you do that? Wait, is this in England? <laughs> I believe I so, yes. Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> it's not Piggy Sam again. <laughs> uh, the Piggy Sam accent. <laughs> so, she falls over and the hooded figure reveals himself to be this like very tall man covered in tattoos. And he leans over to her and he says, You are living a lie. And she's very taken aback by this. She doesn't understand why this is happening. She doesn't understand why this is being told to her. So she just does what any average person in this situation would do. And she runs for her life. (laughs) Okay. Now, she realizes after sprinting for quite some time that she doesn't see the hooded figure anymore Like, right she goes home she lays down in bed all of her siblings did i say her siblings were really tall did i say this yes <laughs> thank you
1: <laughs> gorb are you there yeah, yeah yeah uh i you said they were really tall but she's really short though right so are they exactly. just average or are they above average
0: uh they are above average tall now the only thing is that none of them have ever really seemed to look like her at all so all of a sudden she's like trying to go to bed she's lying down and she hears something at the door and she hears this <laughs> And she she looks out the window and the very tall man is in a car that uh is so small for him that the upper half of his body is sticking out. And he pulls out a megaphone and he points it towards the house and he says I'm sorry I scared you, Miss Jamantha Jammies. Please come live with me. You're is she mammies. getting ready the
1: clown warts?
0: it's it's her mammy okay and she thought it was a guy but it wasn't so he go- she goes out to the car and he goes it's me you're real mammy and she goes i don't know if that's true you don't, you don't look anything like me you actually look more like my family covered in tattoos and mammy goes well let me show you let me just show you what the truth is and she says, uh, okay. I mean, like we said, she was suffering throughout much of her life. And she needed something to hold on to. So she gets in the car. Just
1: for a and- little bit of perspective, like visually, like how tall is she at 13? Like how how, how short are we talking? Picture like a soda
0: can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: and Manly like- is like full-sized.
0: And, like, Mammy, I mean, like, anything, <laughs> anything relative. Now, when I say a soda can, I mean, like, you got to stack a few, you know what I mean? If we're using it <laughs> as a unit of measurement. But, like, she's very you? small. <laughs> what, Gorb? Continue. Um, so, Mammy is much larger, okay? So, she gets in, and she goes, what is this all about? And Mammy goes... <laughs> turns into a demon, okay? And then they disappear into a void in the ground. Her fam you come to find out later that her family does not even know she was missing for several years. <laughs> okay. She that's how that, that's woman. how bad her life was. But also we know that she was missing for several years. Where did she go? We'll get to that. But first and foremost, I need to do a flashback, okay? When uh, Jammies was only two years old, she was in the park, okay? And she was playing ants, okay? She would build little forts for the ants and clear out, like, all these places, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out that one day when she was at the park and playing ants, she actually was playing with tiny people, okay? A civilization that not many people know exist called the Slinky Babies, okay? And and are they the size of ants or like soda cans? They are the size of ants. Okay, cool. And there are not many of them. And if you you look it up in the 2001 Ellerbee Dictionary, which there are only three <laughs> copies of this book. I actually own one of the copies. <laughs> but if you if you look it up, they were a civilization that existed very briefly. And there's a record of them from one anthropologist named Taco Bell. <laughs> and he went on to do bigger and better things, as we all know. But anyway, so so um she, when she was two years old, she was playing ants and she called herself the ant dictator okay and she she saw this small group of people and in her 2-year-old mind you know she basically said oh these are ants and she smushed all of them <laughs> okay except the for whole, one
1: the whole subspecies of humanity of tiny the people?
0: entire subspecies of human called slinky babies brutal um they're actually the ones who developed sea monkeys but <clears throat> let's not get to that
1: for agricultural purposes I'm guessing
0: exactly they're like the cattle for them
1: <laughs> so <laughs> raise them in puddles hello Hello?
2: I think we lost him to a puddle. Damn
1: shame. Those slinky babies got him.
2: Those stink.
0: She killed a bunch of ant people. Okay, yeah. so, you know, then we go back to her appearing in. This isn't like normal human hell. She ends up in slinky baby hell. Okay? And Mammy basically says, I finally found you after all these years. You ate our gems and they made you small. That's what we ate to keep us small. And Jammy goes, I don't get this. <laughs> Please let me leave. I'm so confused. <laughs> and Mammy just goes, I'm going I am going to uh show you your punishment now. And ja- Jammies goes uh what okay and uh basically at that point 5 minutes on the clock. He...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
1: You got well, time
0: called 5
1: minutes. And so your um
0: the uh You know, what we thought was Mama turns into a demon called Arbitrary, okay? And the demon Arbitrary says, your hell punishment is you must climb this tree. And he points to a tree that is the tallest tree that you could ever imagine, right? And then, recall, Jammy is probably the size of just a few soda cans. So she cannot even begin to see the top of the first branch. And Arbitrary goes, time doesn't matter here, bye! And disappears. (laughs) Okay. And then Jammies starts climbing the tree up and up and up up to the first branch and it takes her about 30 years to get there. She survives on bark. She has to fight like uh, large centipedes with fashioned equipment and she's not aging, but mentally she of course is aging. Okay. She gets up there. She gets the second branch. There's probably like a thousand branches fast forward quite some time when she gets to like the fourth branch. um, She basically like decides to give up and spends about a thousand years there. And then continues to climb up the branches all the way to the last branch near the top. And when she gets there, um, uh, Arbitrary gets up there and p- pushes her off. Okay. And she falls for about 10 years. Then she climbs all the way up to the top again, which takes several thousand years. And then Arbitrary goes, oh, Okay, fine. Your punishment is over. Snaps his fingers. And she reappears that same night when she disappeared in the void with the cloud car. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm guessing time hasn't changed. Yeah, okay.
0: She goes inside with the wisdom of about 10,000 lives. And do you know what she does? What does she do? Do you know? Do you know, Gorb? Writes the dictionary of Ellerby. How
1: did you know? Wait, was that really it?
0: (laughs) Yes.
2: I have to document my journeys.
0: And that is how i know what ha- happened to her okay and now she actually um trademarked and created pajamas okay that's pajamas are named after her is she like was the original dragon? inventor
1: okay that's little Jamantha.
0: of 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 pajamas how much time do i have <laughs> you have a uh, 1 minute and
1: 50 seconds
0: okay epilogue <laughs> You know, Wait, she... can
1: I? Can I ask a question? I'm sorry. Yes, I know you please only have a do. Moment.
0: Please do. Yum yum.
2: It it seems like we've met about I don't know seven or eight of the thirty residents. Are there are there others involved, or is this like a solo tree climb? Well, trip?
0: if you'll recall, all of that other family, like, were much much taller versions. Okay, and they didn't look like her. What she did with all of her thousands of years of time she invented a time machine and went back and saved the civilization that she had destroyed and that was the family that raised her so where did she actually come from yum yum that we may never know Dun, dun, dun. Wow. oh boy I have a clarifying
1: question because we've got uh, 50 seconds left <laughs> It, was her invention of the pajamas inspired by her stay in some kind of a limbo-like hell world? Or was it just she needed to feel comfy? Uh, it's
0: based on centipede skin.
1: Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good to know.
0: The more you know, right? That's Ellerby. Uh, that's Ellerby that, that's
2: that's PJ Jamanthas.
0: Ellerby PJ Jamanthas. Fast New York. All right. Sure. Go ahead and my mind's telling me no. <laughs> All right. Yum yum, here we go. Are you ready for um uh your prompt? Oh yum, yes. Okay. Uh you need to tell me about the time that so that uh hurt that his mind uh was telling him yes but my body was telling him no. <laughs>
1: Fifteen minutes on the clock. We started here we go. Oh, go all? ahead, yum yum. Oh
2: oh. Okay. Okay, so today my friends we talk about the misadventures of yes ma'am
0: Yes mind, and no body. Yes, Jim Carrey himself.
2: (laughs) So, to really get into the character, to really understand the man whose mind was telling him yes, but his body was telling him no, you must first come to know Mortimer McWhimsey. Mortimer had a unique gift or a curse, depending on how you look at it. Whenever his mind said yes, his body would immediately respond no.
0: How would his body respond yeah. no? Yum, yum.
2: <laughs> if if he was if he was going out to do something, I guess you didn't ask how his mind would tell him yes, yeah, so I could just leave that. So say he <laughs> wanted some water and he went to go get it, his body would immediately just run away. Just he would <gasps> like oh, he would like like Mario. He would go down, <laughs> he would jump, and then he would go down a little tube, he would he would hide in a garage, he would throw the water back in your face if he was at a restaurant. Every single time he ordered from a restaurant, his mind would tell him yes, and then he would throw it back up immediately. So if he if yeah. he
0: tried so he was able to eat it, but his body would reject it afterwards.
2: Yes. Thus giving him, dubbing him as the the yes mind, no body man. And this was something that he was known for. He saw doctor after doctor after doctor about this. He said, please help me understand my peculiar mind. Help me understand why my body, when given anything, just says no.
1: Does his body say no to things he doesn't want? Or does it like fully embrace (laughs) those things?
0: (laughs) Reverse psychology.
2: (laughs) Well, it's funny that you should say that. Because one day, after seeing... 45 doctors. This was the 45th doctor he had seen. And, and he Bro. said, Talk, I, I really just want to say yes to something. And I want my body want. to say yes to, you know. We need to get on the and same
1: then, page, me and my body.
2: Yeah. You know, you, you heard of mind-body connection. We have mind-body disconnection. And the doctor says, this is what I want you to do. There is a fair happening nearby. There is a convention, a carnival. And if you go there, you will see people whose bodies and minds are in sync, whose brains and flesh are one.
0: This doctor is a straight-up guru. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's so carnival walked,
2: the Zen place. <laughs> so he walked out of Long John Silver's. And he said, i got to find a way to get to this carnival. So he hopped in an Uber. And of course, the second he tried to get in, he called an Uber, I should say. The second he tried to get in, he immediately slammed the door. Again, <laughs> cursed by his affliction.
1: Uh, I'm honestly surprised he's made it this far. Yeah,
2: alive. it's like Before how's he
0: still
1: alive? It's it's been a lot of, you know
2: the expression two steps forward and one step back?
0: Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, you don't, because I said it wrong. <laughs> Right? Is it one step forward one and two step forward steps and two back?
0: back? Two steps forward and one step back. I mean, if your body's telling you no.
2: <laughs> so his body, he, he he was one mind forward, two bodies no. Two feet back. That was his deal. <laughs> one and mind he forward, had to, yes,
0: and two bodies like
2: no. Like, like um, Gorb alluded to, he, he would just have to to reverse psychology himself you know every morning when he would go to brush his teeth he would think i'm going to just make this you know i'm going to make my teeth as stinky as possible and then of course his mind would will it and his body would say no and he would grab his toothbrush and then start brushing things and you would think that this would work out for everything but like you know uh using your left hand while you're looking at a mirror or something to grab something on the right side of your face Uh, It was confusing and it was disorienting (laughs) a lot. So he had seen all these doctors and he had said, please help me out. Let me, let me get something. Are we going to talk about the
0: doctor being in John Silver's?
1: (laughs) Was he He really really sure? Or was he one of the carnies? (laughs) He was well,
2: well, so he walked finally, you know, he thought, okay, I guess I just won't go to the carnival. And even though his mind knew that he really wanted to go and thus his body also knew that he should not go he somehow along the way managed to 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 get hit by a bicyclist on the way there he somehow and did, that, did that launch him into the
0: carnival <laughs> that's what i was thinking as
2: well <laughs> and that bicyclist said oh my god i'm so sorry i have a rickshaw i can take you wherever you need to go but Yes, Mortimer, Mortimer McWhimsey was so sad, was so unconscious from his yes, no condition that he couldn't say anything and instead just showed his, his, the, the rickshaw driver the receipt from the Long John Silvers, which uh-huh. said on it, in addition to the fish and chips combo that he got, Carnival.
0: Oh, okay.
2: and did he everyone know about
0: the Carnival? Easy. Like it's kind of like the talk of the town. And this was
2: a big carnival, you know, it was the talk of the town.
0: It was the annual um, nut job fair. um, (laughs) (laughs) fair. People talk about the nut job fair and it's quite the uh affair, you know what I mean?
2: It's a quite, it was quite an affair, you know, and he's, he, he made his way there. Long story, you know, long story of the ride, right. You know, it was, it was pretty uneventful on the way there. He thought a bunch and then, you know, couldn't do it. And then finally, you know, he made it there. And he walked in. And for the first he time, in. he wasn't sure if he should walk in or not. He's recovered, you know, from his, his bicycle maiming, um, rickshaw How maiming. How severe
1: was his bicycle, bicycle maiming? Was, it was okay,
2: oh, but a okay. maiming nonetheless, you know? Um, yeah. And also something to point out about, about Mortimer is that because his body had spent so long doing the opposite of what his mind had told him, you know, think about anything, right? When your, your body uh you know you, you put your hand on a stove and all of a sudden you're like oh my hand's so hot you know that your brain sends a message that's exactly paint. what i say yeah my hand's so hot oh, <laughs> oh no i gotta turn off the stove right i gotta turn the Test. stove off and make sure it's it's cold so i can keep my hand on it no you so take would, your hand would off his well, he, case he couldn't would do he that.
0: keep his hand there he then
2: keep it on oh so he God. was incredibly strong think about somebody going through years of like resistance and, torture. and you know uh, <laughs> effectively
1: torture effectively self-imposed torture so, so he had a question Go did you? he ever ask his body what it wants to do <laughs> a
2: good moral gorb a good moral are you gorb or Zorb? i've forgotten already
1: I, I i believe i am gorb huh. but my mind <laughs> is telling me that and i don't know if i can trust it right now
2: that's right you're with it so if
1: you make his <laughs> way
2: and the carnival the music he's loving it he's vibing he's feeling like wow you know maybe this could be the place where i could finally do something that i want to (laughs) do he sees a helicopter coming in (laughs) and over it over the helicopter or under the helicopter (laughs) is the most fantastic roller coaster he had ever laid eyes on
0: it was the helicopter
2: Underneath the helicopter, there was a sign for the roller coaster.
0: Oh, my God. And it
2: said, the mind bender.
0: Oh, my gosh. He shouted
2: enthusiastically, yes, but as expected, his body stubbornly Did it start projected. to walk away?
0: <laughs> he started
2: to walk away. But Mortimer, oh unfazed, knowing that this could be the solution, came up with a cunning plan.
0: Ooh, what's that?
2: Nearby, a fortune teller who was known for her ability to temporarily switch people's minds and bodies, a sort of Freaky Friday <laughs> situation. Oh my gosh. Madam sure, niche, niche,
1: niche.
2: Yeah, very niche uh, specialty. Uh, also, a medium on the weekends, but on, on, on the weekdays, which this was, this was a Tuesday afternoon that our, our dear Mori Mori got his Long John Silvers. Um, <laughs> he... He decided, you know what, I'm going to go talk to this fortune teller. I think she can tell me. But of course, he wasn't able to just say, hey, this is my situation, right? Because the second he started to, you know, his stomach started to hurt, like his mouth dried up. He he couldn't say it. It was it was a curse. It was an affliction. Yeah. Um. But eventually he figured out that he could say, hey, today is Tuesday. Do you know what tomorrow is? Right. That's a question. It's not a yes or no. And the fortune teller said, opposite day? And he winked at her, knowing that they had just established the secret code code of communication. So now they know. So he said, hey, I don't have this problem. I am what you might call somebody with a no-mind yes body. Oh, dang! And this doesn't cause me any trouble. Sounds like there are several think?
0: different combinations.
2: <laughs> yes, there are several, and
0: there there are at least twelve
2: people with this this affliction in the world. Uh, Mortimer oh was the first to become documented with it, um, and it was because of the story that it actually started to do, to, to be researched medically at John Hopkins. Um,
0: there you go. But anyway,
2: so he he tells the fortune teller, you know, kind of in, in his coded way that he needs help and. She looks at him, puts her thumb on his head, puts her other thumb on his belly button, and goes, KALAKAZAM! And? And Mortimer feels a sudden surge of energy. He feels peace for the first time. And then he turns, and he just fucking sprints towards the roller coaster. He's like, I have to do this. He guns it. And on his way there, he's thinking every possible thing, every time he tried to brush his teeth and he would accidentally put his toothbrush in the toilet, every time he you know, went to go for a run and then just ate fast food for six weeks straight, um, every time his mind told his body to do something that he wasn't, or that it wouldn't be willing to do, it flashed through his head as he got on this roller coaster. But he realized that now in his reverse state that his yes body was ready for anything.
1: How are we doing on time? Oh, okay. right. uh, you've got three minutes left. Excellent. Thank God you have the time record. I so, think did not set it up. I got you. Bruh. So, he gets on the mind
2: bender and as expected, this, this coaster just, it blows his mind. Okay, he's like, this is the craziest thing I've ever been on. It's so cool. Um, because he probably was like,
0: never able to go on one before. It's right. It's true. He's never been
2: able to do anything that he wanted to do before. So that so it's really, you know, it's like the roller coaster is a symbol for his independence and his freedom and his his own, you know, um, uh, 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 freedom, freedom of choice, free will here. <laughs> and he gets off the, the mind bender. He leaves it. You know, he, he does yeah. the, the topsy turvies. He does the loopy dupes. He does the whoopsie whoopsies. swoop swoopty world. Oh, I, I yeah, the swoopty world. world. <laughs> The whoopsie whoopsie, I think, and researchers at John Hopkins have confirmed this, have, has confirmed this, um, that the whoopsie whoopsie actually was what scrambled his brain enough to help him uh, later, you know, only say no sometimes.
0: Like cope Um, with his condition. That's right. So his interaction with, his interaction with the fortune teller really only helped him for a short amount of time. That's,
2: well, and here's the thing. So here's, so here's, he leaves the, he leaves the fair, right? He's like, wow. I think I can do this. You know, it's like, he's gone through this difficult experience, but he, he's seen a new, a new path forward, a new way for himself. Seen the light. Um, he's seen the light. And as he leaves, he sees a newspaper clipping fly across the street, like kind of like, you know, American beauty style, like leaves in the wind. It's, it's uh, just blowing in the wind. Does he and straight he, up he snatch it out of the air? He he stumbles, he stumbles upon it. He could straight up snatch it, you know, whatever's Feels better, and he sees (laughs) the fortune teller, Madame Zaldana's portrait on it. Oh my gosh. It's a mugshot. (gasps) Local woman
0: convicted
2: of fraud. (gasps) Local woman convicted of fraud, not a fortune teller, not Not a mind bender. Can only switch
1: minds and bodies, can't read fortunes as a fake medium
2: is a fake media no can't even switch mine and body. she can't her, do her anything ability it's all not real it was all mortimer himself
0: Oh him my making God. the
2: decision to confront his fear, to leave the fair and to say yes ma'am yes mind yes bye
1: <laughs> okay that was actually pretty good
0: <laughs> round of applause round of applause yum yum yeah, true. Zor will uh, to on this one. <laughs> are we gonna have to do the old switcheroo, Mr. Gorby Gorb? No, we should have time. I'm just waiting okay. for the time to run out. Are you are you ready? ready? Also, what was what was the name again, yum yum?
2: Which one? Mortimer McWhimsey?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Or the nutjob fair. God God bless that name, yum yum. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: so, one are you guys going to have to get the timer?
0: Oh, I've got you. All right, you oh. got it. All right, he got it. Who's doing the prompt? What do I got? Uh, in honor of uh, Yum Yum, I'll let him choose whether he wants to prompt or I will. All right, let's do it. What you want to do, Mr. Yum Yum? What you going to do with all that junk? Hmm.
2: Hmm. So... Um. Part of me feels like we should just, you know, all get a turn to prompt. Yes. So I'm okay with that. Another part of me does have ideas.
0: How about, how about you go with your idea and I'll add one detail.
2: I'd like to hear about the attack. Of the Sock Gnome Revolution.
0: The Sock, okay. dome? sock Gnome? Sock
2: gnome, revolution. Okay. sock
0: gnome Revolution. I can do that. All right. Okay. And my one detail to add on to the Sock Gnome Revolution is the Sock Gnome Revolution of Tiny Boy. Okay. All right. Tell go. me kick it off. Here
1: we go. Timer running. All right. Sock gnome Revolution of Tiny Boy. Okay. Um, the year. It's 1997. Good year. At, uh, Winnipeg, Ohio. It's a place. Look it up. Yeah, and okay. There's, there's a house here. Um, it's a haunted house. Oh, no. On Delaney Street. And it's 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 been known to be haunted for like a very. Wait, long. is it on the is it on the street or is it on? De... It's Delaney De Street. Is the is the street? Yeah. Oh, Delaney De Street. So, so Delaney, Delaney De street, De street, De street is the street. street. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just go get your free uh, map quest for Winnipeg. You'll figure it out. Okay. Anyway, it's a haunted house. All right. And uh, smaller, large. Hey. I... Yeah, average, average. You uh, know, sort of ranch style. You know, uh, okay. Two bedrooms, like maybe a half bath, one bath, one, one and a half, one and a half bath. Um, linoleum floor. Yep, definitely linoleum. Like those nice little, uh, those little uh, bright wood cabinets. Anyway, this uh, haunted <laughs> house on uh, Delaney Street, Street in Winnipeg, yes. Ohio. You know, new family moves in today, which happens to be Tuesday. Good day yeah good. the lord's day
0: some the lord's and so this day, family
1: moves in and it's it's a dad is his wife um a a an older sister named uh Jenny um and uh, Jenny. And, a, and a little brother little brother's name is a uh, Sam Sam but instead of calling him Sam they just call him tiny boy He's mm. so fucking tiny, right? Yeah. Just so small, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's kind of weird. So Jenny's like probably like just about to go to college. And Sam's not really that much younger. Like he's like 16 right now. He mm. actually stands about like probably like 5'11, maybe even six
0: foot. How many soda cans is that?
1: A, a good amount. <laughs> but then you know, he was tiny growing up, so his nickname oh, okay. in town is just tiny. The name lingered. Yeah, the name lingered. Despite that, he's like the best defensive lineman on the Winnipeg uh, high school football team. Oh, dang. Actually, it kind of adds a nice flair to it. It's Tiny Boy, you know?
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He and, is so tiny. Uh, yeah,
1: he's so tiny. And his, his dad named Dad, and his mom named Mom, and his older <laughs> sister named Jenny. You That's know?
0: their names?
1: Yeah, well, as far <laughs> as you know. Um, so... <laughs> Oh look at the, the little boy!
0: It's dad.
1: <laughs> it, it's from their, uh, from their, uh, their religion. Tuesday for oh. them is the Lord's Day, and it's inappropriate to call your parents anything else besides dad or what mom. What
0: religion is this? The religion is called da-
1: Dadaism. No, so the religion is called Sagavon. Um, its origins are quite mysterious. Um, but basically, they pray to sort of small personal deities, right? Um, personal deities, yeah. So, like, small, like, elemental creatures and personal deities, like the, the gods of small things, if you will. Not um, like you know, like
0: the sun god. I thought you were oh, saying your own personal Jesus, you know what I mean?
1: No, no, I mean, they have a deity for their own personal Jesus. He's kind of like a like, if you took your personal Jesus and you like shrunk it down but like three times and you know one third the size and then put it on that Jesus's shoulder that's that's the Yeah. So anything anything they, they have like a small D for. Um I think Jesus is knocking. Ooh. Anyway, um, open the door. <laughs> so yeah, so they move into this house on a uh, Delaney De Street um because yes. They know it's a haunted it. house. It's a haunted, and they know. I love it. how far we've gotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, they know that going into it, right? Okay, there's Saga gnomes, right? So they 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 wanted to go to a haunted house. Did you say sagad
0: gnomes? That's their religion, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Did, did you say sagad gnomes?
1: I said gnomes. No, sagad C- 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 sagad C- domes. Just did to be you clear. Say- Go, go ahead. Go I'll let you. I'll let you chew on that in your own time. Anyway. Okay, gotcha. They're moving into the house on Delaney <laughs> Street because they're uh, they're interested to see what kind of small personal deities would be in a haunted house. Uh, now, nah.
0: small personal deities or small person. Small personal deities.
1: Okay. Yeah. don't worry. I'll get there. Cool your jets. All right. So Tiny Boy, you know, he's, he's going to school on Wednesday, the day after Tuesday, as these things go, um, and he goes goes to football practice, and he comes home, all right, and it's dark because it's, it's cold in Winnipeg, Ohio, and I it's know. winter, and it's probably, like, close to five, so it's kind of dark, and he goes home. Dad and Mom aren't there. Jenny's at the mall. Um so he gets in, it's house is all quiet by himself. Um <laughs> You got it, alright. And he sees this sort of this little darting movement out of the corner of his eye. Right next to the stapler. Alright? So he goes over to it and he's like, Oh shit, fuck, we got fucking mice. But they don't. He he looks around the stapler on his uh on the desk.
0: In no, the no. living room,
1: and he sees like a tiny little man who and in, uh instead of wearing a uh, a hat it's just a sock and uh he's like what a shock yeah quite a shock cuz his his parents they you know they believe in these small little gods but you know uh he you know he's, he's never seen them 20, yeah 2020th 20, century he's never He's not a fervent believer, right? He thought, yeah. it, you know, he's more a uh, secular with it. He's a doubting, a Samus. doubting, yeah. a doubting, uh, a doubting sock, a, a left sock, as they would say in the community. yeah, there you go, yeah. Um, so he sees this little creature, and he's like, uh, "Oh, are you the god of the stapler?" And the the little thing's like, uh, "No, nah, I'm Greg." And he's like, <laughs> uh, uh, "Do you live around here?" And he's like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Um the <laughs> conversation kind of goes on for a bit. They get acquainted. Apparently okay. Greg is a a, a sock gnome. Um, and when he hears that, you know, Tiny Boy and his family practice a religion called Saganov, he says, wow, that sounds like eerily like sock gnome. That's weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, they become- That's definitely just friends. a
0: coincidence.
1: Really just a coincidence. Fast friends. Things are going well. The family comes home at the end of the night and Greg is a uh, tiny boy is like he shows his his family uh, Greg and uh his sister obviously flips a shit says they should you know leave the house and his parents are like kind of
0: mildly interested cuz they're you know believers Uh time check <laughs> uh you've got 7 minutes left Corb. okay here we go now let's skip forward
1: a few weeks so okay. to detail what happened in those weeks i'll just i'll just do a high level overview um greg is definitely not a god he is just a sock
0: gnome he lives He's in like not one, one, of one of the segovian deities.
1: no uh greg is pretty confident those are made up um but what are real are sock gnomes um <laughs> And Greg lives in uh,
0: like a, a sock drawer on like the, you know, one of the third bedrooms. And is that beneficial for people in the house? Like does he fold them for you or is he just gonna No, know?
1: so this is actually so Greg would usually terrify, terrorize the previous owners and oh, God. Out of his that's house. why it's haunted. Yeah, uh, well he's the ghost. There's a little oh. sock room running around. Um but these Most ghosts are, think he's some kind of god. So Gray quickly realizes he can get them to do anything for him. <laughs> so he says, "One little gnome to go, like you know, get like donuts and Twizzlers from the grocery store." Uh, gnomes love Twizzlers, by the way. If you don't know that, especially sock gnomes, of course he likes he's ordering shit off infomercial. He's got full reign of the house. They <laughs> worship him like some kind of deity. <laughs> what um, What did they order up in infomercial? Uh, a, a a chicken rotisserie. Um, oh you know, yeah! It, yeah, yeah. So you see, slow roasted chicken. Put Twizzlers on it. But of course, it's, it's instead of beer can chicken, uh, you put Twizzlers in and Twizzle
2: can it. chicken. Yeah, no shit. In. It's has that good, good bread. Classic
1: sock gnome dish. Anyway, time <laughs> check. I just want to make sure we go. You've got this. five minutes. Okay. While well, all this is happening, right? There's an agent at the. Uh, ohio field fbi office oh a supernatural agent no um she monitors bank statements and she sees that a a suspicious amount of money is being spent on twizzlers (laughs) at a certain 7-eleven in winnipeg
0: entire paycheck sort
1: yeah it's just it's it's too much twizzlers for one (laughs) 7-eleven how else are you gonna have a twizzler room Exactly. He's building a small fort out of Twizzlers in the house in the <laughs> meantime. So this agent's name, her name is Carmen San Sandiego. And, uh, Where in the world is she? Ohio FBI field office. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Ohio. Um, yes. So Carmen's like, this is sus. Let me go check out who the fuck... What, what kind of hustle is going on here? Nobody buys this much Twizzlers. Twizzlers? <laughs> Schlitzers yeah she's got a very thick um she Carmen has kind San of a Diego accent yeah yeah Cause she, she grew up moving around the world quite a bit so it's quite a multicultural accent it's hard to really track down
0: yeah, the origins
1: of it is. yeah it's, it's, she's been around the world several times yeah. so many times you don't even really know where she has
0: been exactly um
1: so she goes <laughs> to the 711 um and she's like a she sees this guy at the counter, and she's like, "Carmen San Diego, FBI. Who's been buying all your Twizzlers?" And he's like, <laughs> uh, "That kid," and he points to Tiny Boy. And uh, yeah. uh, so Carmen San Diego, she's kind of like a shoot by the you know shoot off the cuff kind of cop, right? She's been like suspended quite a few times. If she wasn't oh, so dang. damn good Her at rough behavior, out, yeah, if she wasn't so damn good at figuring out Twizzlers crimes. She'd probably be kicked out of the FBI. There are other Twizzler crimes. So many you don't even want to know. So um, she
0: must know it's a sock, gnome, then.
1: No, there's just a lot of people. Other, like other
0: supernatural beings love, love
1: Twizzlers. Nothing supernatural. Just you know, a lot of fucked up people really like Twizzlers. Anyway. Oh, damn. <laughs> anyway, back to my. Just imagine story. the advertisement for Twizzlers.
0: The fucked ups. They love us.
1: Back to my story. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh, she's like, uh, she runs up to Tiny Boy, pulls out her gun and like puts it in his side. It's like, you dealing drugs, oh, <laughs> oh, San Diego? was like, what? No. <laughs> How old is you again? How old is uh, Tiny Boy?
0: Yeah, Maybe sixteen. Okay, that poor, that poor kid. And
1: she's like, uh, we're taking you in for questioning. And she doesn't take him to a police station. She just takes him out behind the uh, the Seven Eleven and pulls a knife on him and says, "Tell me what you know, or I'll cut you." Carmen St. Diego, bitch. Damn, Carmen. <laughs> and uh, eventually he confesses about sort Two of... Two minutes. Yeah, he, oh, thank you. He confesses about the, the Socknome situation, about Greg and the house. Is this shocking really, to her? Well, she's not familiar with Winnipeg or Sagavin religion or the local Ohio culture, so <laughs> she's like, this is probably a front for like a trap house, and this kid's trying to get me to help him, so I'm gonna go check out the house. Now she walks in, right? First thing she sees when she opens the door is a giant fort made out of Twizzlers.
0: Oh shit. And she's like, this was unexpected. Um and then Is it like is it impressive craftsmanship?
1: It's so, so impressive. Um oh, and then God. so Greg, the sock gnome, spreads his fingers and passes through the uh the 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 beaded curtain, of beautifully <laughs> ornate uh, Twizzlers. One minute, yeah, they're you know like those uh, '90s curtains, and he passes through, and she sees this little dude wearing a sock, like like really little, like not even like possible for dwarfism, and she's like, the "Fuck!" All right, so to really wrap things up and get to the <laughs> revolution part, uh, <laughs> Carmen takes Greg down to custody. Um, Obviously, the gnome thing causes a lot of controversy. He gets shipped off to the Pentagon for like some kind of X-Files kind of shit test. Like, is he an alien? Uh, He's like, no, I was just living in Sockdor, man, I swear. Um, (laughs) Long story short, Greg was a very important member of the gnome community, especially in the Northeast U.S. region. He was like the cousin of the king's son. Um, And at that point, it really pushed the... The ages old tensions between sock gnomes and humans. Oh, no. Level, and that's when they launched their nukes, which were regular size, <laughs> not gnome size. So, <laughs> right on time. So, head. did at the end everyone die in
2: nuclear fallout?
1: Uh, no. So, they had like a way to disable uh, the human nukes. Um, okay. And then, yeah. So, they would just hit a couple major population centers to make sure we couldn't fight back. And you know, within 20 years, the remaining people were just slaves working in Twizzler factories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the Keebler elves, but... What are you... Uh, <laughs> <people> <laughs> were the down.
1: I feel like this one's definitely longer.